Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of The Emma Gunn Show is brought to you in collaboration with Crabtree and Evelyn. Hello, hi, and welcome to a beauty special episode of The Emma Gunn Show featuring Crabtree and Evelyn's Chief Branding Officer, Ashley Souza. Now, I've been in the beauty industry for 20 years and I've seen a lot of brands come and I've seen a lot of brands go. But what I've not seen before is a brand with a very strong identity and look completely reinvent themselves. And I don't just mean new packaging or a new logo. I'm talking a full reimagining of what the brand looks like, the products they make, the way they make them, and so much more. So if you'd said Crabtree and Evelyn to me a little while ago, I would have thought of a traditional English country garden brand with hand creams and salves that couldn't be rivaled. But I actually didn't know the history, which is far more global and eclectic. And it's this influence that reflects the changes the brand has made and continues to make. To explain this, and also to give you insight into her own incredible career journey, Ashley Souza joins me to explain why going back to the brand's origins was so important, her own career in beauty and how growing up in her mother's hair salon was an education, why exploration and travel are so key to the new phase of the brand, how Ashley wants the user to feel when they use the products, and so much more. And... If, once you've listened to this show, you feel so inclined, if you head to crabtreeandevelyn.com and use the code EMMAGUNSVIP, you'll get a special gift with purchase. Click the link in the show notes to find out more. But for now, please do join me in welcoming Ashley Souza, Chief Branding Officer of Crabtree and Evelyn, onto The Emma Gunn Show. Ashley Souza, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm I'm so well and I'm really excited to speak to you because you are the chief branding officer of Crabtree and Evelyn. Mm-hmm. And Crabtree and Evelyn is a brand that I've known about for such a long time. I feel as though actually it's probably, I can't even remember when I found out about Crabtree and Evelyn because I just think I've known about it forever. It's one of those brands. Mm-hmm. And you have, you are their chief branding officer and you have essentially kind of uh, reimagined the brand in a way that I guess to a lot of people might be quite unexpected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um yes <laughs> and that's a really interesting story and so for that reason I just wanted to to hear it from you because your story in itself is fascinating but also what you have come in and what you are trying to do and are doing with Crabtree and Evelyn is also really impressive so um where does it all begin where does your story really start 
Yeah. So, I mean, my personal story, um, I have been in the beauty industry since I could walk. I feel like, um, my mother owned a hair as owned a hair salon for over 40 years. So I grew up, um, sort of living at the salon. Um, and I ended up deciding to leave university, um, after three years, uninspired years and, um, <laughs> went to makeup school in Los Angeles. Um, I had a real passion for makeup artistry and did some freelance for TV and film out there, but decided that um, with the amazing artists and competition that are out there, um, my <laughs> analytical skills were not being put to use and should have been. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a real sort of interest in corporate cosmetics. Um, I moved back to Boston and I just happened to luck myself into a job as the executive assistant to Lev Glasman and Alina Reutberg, who are the co-founders of Fresh. Um, and they really mentored me into the discipline of product development. They taught me about um, branding, business, um, formulation, sensorial experience, fragrance development, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so, you know, they were really my, um, my entry into this industry and grew me to love pro all things product development and all things branding. Um, so I've had some other jobs in between, um, but eventually ended up here at Crabtree and Evelyn, brought on board to help spearhead the rebrand that they were undergoing at the time. I think it's a really interesting story because I think the fascination in the business side of beauty is, is one thing, but I also think this growing up uh, in a hair salon really fascinates me. And I think I've read that you said you had something like 50, you had your mum, but you also had 15 other mums because you were just oh, in yeah. the salon all the time. <laughs> and I, I was actually really curious about that experience because <laughs> it just makes me think of music playing, like really getting to understand people and really understanding what beauty can do for people, the difference between someone's energy when they walk into a hair salon versus when they walk out. Do you think that embedded in you? And that's why you're taking the brand in the direction you're taking it in? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, you know, you can take it too far, you know, or my mother's a little bit like, don't leave the house without your lipstick kind of thing, you know, um, cause you never know who you're going to see. Um, but when I started doing, um, makeup for proms and graduation, and weddings and things at the salon, um, you know, to be able to see somebody actually see themselves as beautiful for the first time, um, potentially, it can be a very, very moving experience. Mm -hmm. um, and I was able to see that time and time again, um, through just hanging out at the salon for years, and just seeing the prioritization that women put on giving themselves that moment of care, um, not from a vain perspective. Um, my mom owns a small salon in a small town where I grew up. And so it was, it's a very much a family oriented place, um, very loyal customers, very loyal staff, um, because of sort of the family intimate, um, empathetic relationships that happen in a salon, um, very relationship building. Um, and so it was always much deeper than just sort of the, the superficial approach to beauty, um, which definitely inspired me to, to be where I am today. Mm, and I remember reading as well that you had this very visceral, emotional uh, response, I guess, to doing someone's makeup for the first time. And funnily enough, last week I was with a makeup artist who had just come off a big, big cover shoot. And I was chatting to her and, and I was saying, how was it? And she said, you know what? It was funny because I was looking at the makeup under the lights and I was really, it didn't look the same. And I had to make quite a lot of adjustments. And she said, but then I saw the way that the woman that she had worked on. So then I saw how she was carrying herself differently. And that's when I knew it was a job well done. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. It's the confidence that you can get from, from just a little bit of, of that time spent um, that, you know, you kind of have to let go of the perfection and, and see the, the emotional shift that happens mm-hmm. inside of somebody that is a really beautiful thing. Yeah. So we know that you had those early years in the salon. We know that you had that incredible experience with the guys at Fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look back, do you think that Crabtree and Evelyn was an obvious destination for you? No, um, <laughs> absolutely not. I, I was not expecting it whatsoever. I was working um, for Patchology, which is a skincare uh, startup based out of the Boston area. And, um, you know, I was really missing, they do a lot of, uh, sheet masks, um, a lot of K beauty inspired stuff and Mm -hmm. a little bit less on the sensorial side of things and a little bit more on the efficacious side of things. And I was really missing that, that, um, a nature inspired ingredient inspired texture, fragrance, et cetera, part of my development. Um, and Crabtree and Evelyn reached out to me and I was like, Ooh, I don't know about this. I've been working for like very hip and cool kind of, you know, startup-y, like, you know, interesting new indie brands. Um, and, and, you know, at the time Crabtree Evelyn was what everyone knows it for, which is a bit floral, a bit mature. Um, and so I, you know, I, I took the opportunity to talk to David Stern, the former CEO and my former boss, and he sold me, he sold me on the idea of our very well-invested shareholder, um, his belief in the, this brand being able to be a very successful global business and, you know, his open-mindedness to trying something different um, in order to keep some of this heritage alive and not let mm-hmm. the brand sort of just fizzle out. So not expected whatsoever, but very happy that my, my path led me here. I was wondering when I was reading this story, how do you go in? As you said, Crabtree and Evelyn has, has a vibe or had a vibe, I should say. It was very floral. It made me think of very well-dressed women gardening in English country gardens, and but, but very effective and efficient products that smelled good and were luxurious. So it definitely had its own identity. And I was thinking, I was almost agonizing when I was researching you. I was almost like, how did you go in? How did you say, hey, let's take it from English country gardens and let's make it global exploration? I mean, I mean, in a, in a way, I just thought, if I had been in that boardroom and you'd pitched it, I might have been thinking, wow, that you got some nerve, but <laughs> in the best yeah. way possible, just kind of like, it's a big, big change. Yeah. Either bold or really stupid. Um, <laughs> you know, and it goes back and forth from time to time. Um, you know, I really, again, drew on my time with Levin Alina, um, working for a founder inspired business just created such a, a movement. And, and once you have ever met or, or understand 11 Alina, and then you use any fresh product, you can tell the areas that they've touched in every single skew that sits on a shelf. Um, and going back to their principles and their ethos and how they built the brand um, has always kept fresh, very centered and strong. Um, and so I kind of sat down one night and just started thinking and writing. And I wrote what my old boss called my screed. Um, and it's just a long word doc um, where I went back to our founder, Cyrus Harvey. Um, and I researched, you know, how he started, the kind of person he was, um, you know, who he was and what businesses he started prior to Crabtree and Evelyn, what made him who he was, because He's the one who founded Crabtree and Evelyn and made it so successful to begin with. 
um, when it eventually went through multiple sales after that is when it kind of lost its global approach mm. to the way it developed products. Um, it wasn't always just British. Did it draw on a lot of British inspiration? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, his products were inspired from all over the world. You look at La Source, it's supposed to be from the south of France. So you look at, you know, the old Nomad line, it was from from all over Moroccan myrrh shave cream. It was he had products from everywhere. Um, inspired from everywhere. Um, and I just thought to myself, wow, this is to me really much more approachable for a global mm -hmm. consumer um, and definitely going to hit the nail on the head with some of the, the key trends with the younger consumer that was the task to go after. So, yeah. And I think that's really interesting. I didn't know about Sai. And so when you start, when you find out and you realize, this is actually quite bohemian. This is incredibly eclectic. You realize how far removed actually what I'd come to know and love was from the original mandate. And actually you're not taking it away, which might be the perception from some people. You're actually taking it back to its roots. Correct. Correct. Yep. And, you know, like you said, a lot of people don't see it that way. Um, <laughs> I'm not always the most liked person, um, but I feel like I'm doing justice to our founder. Um, which to me is the reason, again, it was successful in the first place. Um, but yes, it was very bohemian. It was very global. Um, and, and eventually over the years, it became, everyone thinks we're a British brand. Everyone thinks we're a British brand, but we're not, we were born in Boston. Um, so which is where I live. So I think I was inspired by that as well. I have nothing but love for Boston. I've spent time there. It's one of my favorite places ever. Oh, cool. Um, so actually, you mentioned that you worked for a lot of startups. And one of the things I was curious about from the business side of things is if you had been going to pitch this as a new business, as a startup, what you have done to Crabtree and Evelyn now, what challenges do you think you could have anticipated? And what does the heritage, does that offer any advantages to the fact that you're making these changes? No, it offers a lot of disadvantages. Um, just to be honest, um, I think if we we say all the time that if we were able to just go start this from scratch, um, it would have been much easier um, because we are we do have the beautiful quality that Crabtree and Evelyn has been known for. So people know that we have high quality products, and so there's an there's an innate trust that happens when you purchase something from us. However, from the brand side of things, there is just you know the natural perception that um we're too different now we're too modern now we're too this we're too that um and if we had come out of the gate as a startup we could have done less products at once um had less lofty global expectations right out of the gate which yeah. does really make a challenge especially when we're going into china at the same time as everywhere else which is a lot of regulatory challenges <laughs> and things like that um so it, it startup would have been e easy peasy if you ask me um it's it's yeah it's definitely been more challenging but i will say that it's been more re rewarding for that reason um because we have had to work through so many different layers of obstacles um, and opportunities throughout the last four and a half years. Wow, does it feel as though it's coming good now? Yeah, it's it's definitely still a bumpy road. Um, you know, we have our ups and we have our downs. I think the hardest part has been a been trying to get the understanding of why we made the changes we did mm -hmm. out there, which is like why we're having conversations like this, um, because it is kind of complex to understand. And it is hard to break down that thought of who we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, but but yeah, I mean, the initial reception, to, especially to new customers or people that when we talk to folks like Gen Z on TikTok and they have no 
preconceived notion of who Crabtree is. They're like, oh my God, these products are great. This brand's super cool. Like, and it's, it's to see it with fresh eyes is really great feedback to get. It's, it's trying to make sure everybody else comes on the journey with us. Yeah. So inevitably there are going to be some people that the new vision leaves behind. It just, it happens when there are changes that are made. I can, I can tell you about the lipstick that was discontinued when I was in my late teens that I had used from like the second that I was allowed to wear makeup. I can still tell you the name. So it's that consumer who's maybe sworn by the Crabtree and Evelyn classics. If they're listening to this, what would you like to say to them? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I am, you know, because I do understand what it's like to lose your, your favorite anything. I think I've worked in this industry long enough to know that nothing stays the same and nothing stays or actually stays around. Things are reformulated. Things change all the time. I just go try something new. Um, so I think, you know, I, I would, I would urge them to give us a try, um, and, and try some of the new products and give it, give the experience a shot. Um, because like I said, the quality is still there. The inspiration is still there. The passion behind what we're doing is still there. Um, it just looks, it just looks and sounds a little bit different. Um, mm. but yeah, but I do, I do feel bad for the, for the women's hearts that I've broken when I've taken away their nostalgia. I do. Now we've talked about the changes that you made. Now, obviously the idea for that change happened in a boardroom, but in order to actually implement all of these things, you've had to pack up, get moving and travel around the world. So, I mean, where do you begin? Do you just put a pin in the globe and just head there and see what you find? So we look. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. At a lot of sort of trending places um, on Instagram, on Pinterest, everywhere when we started this whole idea a few years ago. Um, and we tried a few places and we failed in a few places. We went to the Lofton Islands in Norway um, and we made a terrible decision to go over like New Year's in January and everything was closed down. And we, even restaurants, we ate hot dogs at gas stations every, <laughs> every day. Literally, that's all, that's all we ate. Sounds like a good um, holiday to me. <laughs> there was 22 hours of dark. There was two hours of sun. I don't know how much exploring we thought we were going to do. Um, you know, we went to Sri Lanka. We spent two weeks in Sri Lanka. We did not have a positive experience in Sri Lanka. And the one thing that I've been super adamant about in this process is 
authentic exploration. So if we go somewhere and we don't connect with the culture, I am not going to force fit a collection based on that culture just for profitability. Um, and so, you know, the whole, the whole purpose is so much deeper than product here. We really want to connect cultures through product. And I want the story that's attached to those products to be as genuine and as, as authentic as it can possibly be. So if we go somewhere and we don't connect, we're not going to make a product on that place. Somebody well, just, else might. Yeah. What does connecting mean? Is, does that mean actually sort of um, connecting with the people? And, connecting with the people. Yeah. Connecting with the people, connecting with the culture, having a positive experience. Um, you know, we had some, some rough experiences in Sri Lanka that I, yeah, that were a little, mm -hmm, yeah, um, not so safe, not so wonderful. Um, and so I came back and said, you know what? we're not going to do it on there. We're going to go somewhere where we feel like we, um, you know, make strong connections with the locals on the ground that we felt genuine, um, you know, sort of loyal conversations with. Um, and that's why we ended up in Bali for our first, our first collection. I had been there a few times over the last couple of years and um, had some amazing local friends who welcomed us into their homes and gave us some phenomenal experiences that directly inspired our products. Um, so, you know, we, we test and learn, we know that we may go somewhere and it may not lead to a collection and that's okay, but that's where our authenticity comes in. We don't go with an agenda. Um, we go with the idea of exploration, um, first and sort of product second. On behalf of my Singhalese roots, I apologize for your oh, experience. So <laughs> I've only been to the airport. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so when you go and you, you visit these places and I'm, I know that we've spoken before we did this recording where you were talking about you make friends there friends that you've been you, you are still in touch since they've become incredibly close to you so it isn't about having a five-star travel experience mm -mm. it's about sort of getting really bedded into the culture and really understanding what locals use and why it's important in that culture for whatever reason Correct. Exactly. The my exploration team, um, you know, is not allowed to book a five star hotel um, or stay anywhere bougie. Um, you know, I've found that drivers in local areas are, you know, the the guys that pick you up at the airport or the commission for driving you around for a couple of weeks are some amazing contacts to make because they live local, they know local. Um, you spend a lot of time in the car with them. You chat a lot. Um, so they've connected me um, to many amazing connections down there. Um, and my driver in Bali is the one that really spearheaded the whole collection with us. And he's the one who is the head of um, um, the nonprofit WAS, which is um, our charitable give back for that collection. We give 5% back um, to any product you buy from Bali goes back to helping preserve the island and teach the children English and help pick up plastic and recycle and etc. Um, so it's really about full circle approach to exploration, mm. um, going really not fancy, not bougie, um, getting and living with the locals, whatever that means to them. And, um, and then using your experiences there to, ins to inspire product development. So it's a really nice transaction is that you, you take from that culture, something that you think will benefit your global consumer, but you will say give back. Give back. Exactly. Yep. which is so lovely. Now, I know that you are a really passionate mental health advocate and you really uh, advocate this, this link between the experience we can have with products and how we treat ourselves and how we can ultimately feel. Could you tell me a little bit more about this and how that has found its way into every pot, every jar and every lotion? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've struggled um, with my mental health my whole life. 
Um, and I've had a lot of very close emotional touch points to that as well, losing some key people in my folk in my life to um, to those experiences. And, um, you know, particularly my experiences in Bali for the lack of um, the sake of sounding very cliche with your eat, pray, love moments. Um, but, you know, the moments that I had there were some of the most grounding um, and the products that we created from those experiences um, are supposed to really, you know, encapsulate um, those moments of peace for you. Um, and that's going to, you're going to see that consistently throughout our exploration ex um, collections and products is just giving you a moment of care beyond just, oh, let me put a mask on tonight level of self-care. Um, if you kind of follow the storyline and, and you're, you become a part of our community and you participate with us, um, you can really get a sense and an understanding of the emotional connection that happens with the product. And I think the give that back participates in that as well. Um, but, you know, a very spiritual moment at Galangan, which is a festival in Bali, um, was a direct inspiration for our coconut and sandalwood body balm. When the young boys were climbing a bamboo stalk slathered with coconut oil and the sandalwood incense was permeating the air. Um, I can light a sandalwood incense now and, and my, men, my mental state literally just goes to a place of calm. Um, the jasmine and the yangling um, massage oil from that collection, self-massage is something that the Balinese practice quite often. Um, I had never done it before. They were like, you are really stressed out. Your job stresses you out. You need to use the self, you need to do self-massage. We created this oil and I just rub some of that into the palms of my hands and it immediately relaxes my mind. Um, and so, you know, in a small way that I can impact positive mental health shifts through personal care. Um, that's what I've tried to do within this space because I feel like it has power to do more than, than what it typically does. It's interesting. I've spoken to uh, lots of people on this podcast about, about products and we've also touched on mental health. And I think one of the things is about slowing down when you're using the products. And it sounds like what you are talking about is turning it into something of a ritual. Like even just when you rubbed your hands together, then you don't have any of that massage oil on you. But as you did it, I could actually see that you calmed down a bit. You just kind of, you took a deep breath and you relaxed. So is that something that is key to using the products? Is Do you have those guides in the instructions or anything that kind of take a moment, really smell it. This is what you're benefiting from. This is the impact it might be having on you. Yeah, we definitely try to, to do that through our storytelling on our social media channels and our email marketing and everything and sort of tell a bit more of the color behind the story of that. Um, but yes, slowing down, it's, you hit the nail on the head. It's definitely um, a huge part of the approach. Yeah. So what product or experience would you invite someone to try to really get a sense of this new vision of Crabtree and Evelyn and really kind of you know, wear it as a second skin, if you like, of to really get a feel for what has changed and how it's going to make them feel. So I would say probably the one of the two that I just mentioned, the coconut and sandalwood body balm or the self-massage oil from Bali, um, our number one seller globally since the rebrand is our Evelyn Rose uh, body melt, velvet body melt. So that is definitely one to also check out. Um, it comes from our British inspiration, um, our Evelyn Rose that was created specifically for Cy Harvey at David Austin Rose Gardens, um, a specific strain of rose. Um, but the texture is 
transforms from a cream to an oil, you really kind of get this elevated Crabtree and Evelyn experience um, when it comes to the product. So the sensorial aspect is really far more advanced than it used to be. Um, and it gives you an opportunity to slow down with these products and really enjoy everything from, you know, opening the, the soft touch container that's sort of sensorial and it's tactile approach to the break of the texture transformation on the skin and sort of the enveloping of the, the, the moisture and hydration. So um, yeah, any, any, any of those three, I would say really kind of are embody what we were trying to do with the approach. And that was actually something I very kindly got sent some products recently and I've sort of opened the box and was like, Oh, the packaging is very different. Yes. Yes. And I guess that was intentional also. Yeah. hundred percent. I think if we were going to make the change, we had to make the change. Um, the Crabtree Needle has been repackaged probably 20 times over the last 20 years. Um, and every time they quote unquote rebranded or refreshed, it was just a packaging update. Um, but we scrapped pretty much everything from when we did new packaging, new formula, new branding, new everything. Um, yes, very bold, but I felt like the packaging, if we just tried to update British florals, it wasn't going to be different enough. And we weren't going to make a big enough change in the approach and the trajectory of the business. So we wanted it, you know, the goal was to attract a 28 year old urban millennial and they don't all want fluffy florals, you know? Um, so we went, we went a bit sleeker, a bit more universal, a bit more can look good in anyone's bathroom and on anyone's, you know, shower shelf. Um, but that was, that was the approach to the packaging. It, it is quite different. And is it true that um, Crabtree and Evelyn is now 100% e-tail? It is. Yes, we are completely D to C right now. Um, and hopefully we will have stores and stores are still on the, the business plan. Mm -hmm. um, it's not in the immediate future, but we would like to have some experiential stores in some of the key cities around the world. Oh gosh, I can't, I can't wait to see what you do with those. <laughs> what I would love to do is bring some, some of these contacts that we've made in these locations to come in store and give classes and lessons and tutorials and bring that experience full circle for our customer. Mm, and when you say experience, I have no doubt it will be a fun <laughs> experience. Yeah. Okay. So um, in closing, because we're drawing to the end of our time together, but you've said that the long-term goal for Crabtree and Evelyn is to become a lifestyle brand. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like? How might that look like once that starts to roll out? Yeah. So with our Bali collection and um, our new exploration collection that's launching just like three or four weeks now, um, we have um, artisan made goods from these locations that we're exploring. So um, we're expanding beyond just personal care and we are showcasing some of the um, amazing artisan skills in these locations. So for Bali, we have woodworking, we have hand-rolled incense that are dried in the Balinese sun, we have um, fabrics, et cetera, et cetera. And the new location that we're going to next month for our launch is Greece. Um, and we have some absolutely beautiful pieces of gold jewelry, um, you know, small batch artisan made goods um, that will round out the personal care portfolio. So we would really like to original Crabtree and Evelyn sold things like this. They had towels, they had linens, they had, you know, jams and, and, and all, mustards and all of that stuff. We will have olive oil from Greece and all of that kind of small batch stuff. So it will be a whole lifestyle portfolio, not just lotions and potions. It's such an interesting shift. I can't honestly think of a single brand and somebody may be listening and they'll correct me. I can't think of a brand that has made such a massive 
change. Yeah, I like yeah. to do things the hard way. Just ask my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it, on this, to be honest, it sounds really ambitious, but it's exactly the kind of thing I would expect from the beauty industry because I do think there are such big thinkers. There is, There are people within the beauty industry who, who just could really see this could work and it does seem like you're one of those people who's just gone okay this is what we were working with you've gone right back to the beginning and you are probably reinventing it in a way that it would have progressed had Cy Cy been in charge today yeah I mean he was a modern millennial back then um when you look at what he (laughs) built the business on honestly and I'm Oh, you know, no, no, no risk, no reward. So, you know, say that last bit again, we just had a slight jumping connection. What was the last? Oh, I just said, um, no risk, no reward, right? Go big or go home. Exactly. Go big. Okay. It's been such a pleasure to speak to you, Ashley. Thank you so much for your time. And I am so excited every time I get any message or email or anything from Crabtree and Evelyn now I'm going to open it rip it open excitedly because I just don't know what will be inside but I know it will be really really interesting so thank you so much for your time listeners if you want to uh, follow Ashley if you want to follow the brand everything we have spoken about will be linked in the show notes which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode but Ashley and um, Ashley Caesar, thank you so much for joining me thank you so much for having me it was great to chat Thank you so much for listening. I do hope you enjoyed that conversation with Ashley. If you would like to find out a little bit more about Crabtree and Evelyn, head over to crabtreeandevelyn.com and use the code EMMAGUNSVIP to get a special gift with any purchase. Terms and conditions will apply. If you want to get in touch with me, email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or you can always slide into my DMs on Instagram and Twitter where I'm at EMMAGUNS. If you want to chat to me and thousands of other listeners of this podcast, then all you have to do is click the link to join the Facebook group, which is in the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode please do join we'd love to see you there thank you so much for listening i'll see you on the next one when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.